Hello there, and welcome to the Switchboard. I am your host, Robert West. And today, as usual, we will proceed with our life lessons. Yes, that's right, folks. We always try to put in a life lesson in with the what we hope to be a little bit of humor and a little bit of comedy and a little bit of what we call forward thinking to open your mind. And at the same time, information and entertainment. Um, we typically here run a 10 to 20 minute broadcast unless we're doing a live show. We'll be starting those hopefully up in October. And we'll be doing some co-hosted shows later on dealing with metaphysical uh, materials and different healing modalities. And we'll talk about media and music and how to apply some of the stuff that you're getting bombarded with into your life lessons to help you out and help you move forward. Uh, we always like a keyword. I always like to put a keyword in, and I'm going to put one of my favorite keywords in, and it's called organization. And uh, I'm going to go back to an old John Wayne movie. Uh, for you older people following my podcast, you might remember a movie called In Harm's Way, where Henry Fonda and John Wayne are talking in one scene about George B. McClellan, who was a general during the Civil War, and how... Abraham Lincoln had a heck of a problem trying to defeat the South because McClellan, who was a great little organizer, couldn't decide when to fight. And so Lincoln decided to put in a hard-headed Yankee named Grant who wanted to fight but wasn't much of an organizer. And why is this important? Even though Grant was successful in attacking his enemy and defeating the South, he left behind a tra trail of destruction that nobody else could deal with for a very long time, and it put the South in a major form of turmoil and started probably what became the riots known in the 1960s. Had Lincoln left McClellan in charge, he would have had a great little organizer. The war probably would have lasted two to three more years. Hundreds of thousands more would have died. But on the other hand, the reconstructive process probably would have gotten a lot better. Um, had these attack-oriented generals um, not been put in charge. And so I'm not to say that if you're combat-oriented that you're not able to be put in charge and do things in an organized manner. It's just that you're going to find going through life that sometimes both are not synchronous. And so I like to use the word organization a little bit because I believe that what we lack right now are two things. One is an ability to communicate with each other, and two is remembering how to manage our time as if other individuals were affected by it, and therefore we all need to pull together as a team. So for you folks that have been living at home for a couple of years, because they let you work at home, you just started sliding on your clothes and piling them up in the corners and the closets are getting a little bit disorganized, but you really didn't care because you're going to wear your outfits out that you always wear on the weekends. It's that whole 2080 rule that my wife talks about and other people talk about where they say you wear 20% of your clothes, 80% of your time, and 80% of the time you don't wear those other clothes, or 20% of the time you don't. And they're absolutely right. I mean, you're not gonna wear your painting clothes every day, or you're only gonna wear those when you're painting, but you tend to wear your good stuff out and try to get noticed. How do you find it? Well, you keep it organized organized just just think about that organized organ core body parts are known as organized to complete the task 
we are going to organize our lives a little bit better and that's what we're going to talk about we're going to start in various places in the house and, and that's where we're going to stay today we're not going to move to the car we're not going to move to our job we're going to talk about those later on because those have differences that i cannot always talk to you about because maybe i don't know your job i have done hundreds of jobs i've done small jobs and i've worked in many industries so i probably have a pretty good idea of it so let's talk about the kitchen yeah keep your counters free always keep your counters free especially if you have kids or you have pets because you know that you need to keep one hand free half the time that means you need to keep a place to put things try not to clutter up your counters look in your kitchen and try to find the walls and I say this because I want you to understand that the more you clutter things up, the smaller your world is going to seem. So the more you spread them out, this is a, it's a theater and movie trick, the more you spread it out, uh, what little or what you have, the better off you are because then the walls open up behind it, it changes shadows, it changes light, it changes the feeling, the look of it. It opens things up and that's what we wanna do. We wanna open things up, we want to go through cabinets and and get rid of dead food or bad food or whatever it happens to be we want to look at the dish cabinets and we want to try and get some matching glasses in there now we don't want you to go to ikea or you know Mikasa or whatever it is and spend hundreds of thousands of dollars trying to match up all your your dishes no but the reason why i want you to match them up is so that everybody eating the meals feels equal I know that's really weird, but in your organization world, you want to feel equal. You want to feel excited. You want to feel like you're part of a team. Even if you're a six-year-old kid and you're stuck with the last piece of chicken, you want to feel deep down like you're part of the team. And so if all the plates are the same, if all the glasses are the same, if all the silverware is the same, then no matter who it is at the table, they feel like they're part of the conversation, part of the team even if you didn't plan to include them and this gets your world more organized it's going to get your world more interested and as you work on that organization you're going to get people to play along in that same path in their rooms in the house in the living rooms and picking up after themselves a little bit so you're not tripping on it in the middle of the night now why does this become important because from a safety standpoint, you want to know where everything is in your house. If you have a fire extinguisher, you want to be able to get to it. You should check it. You should probably just change them out every five years. But you can check it. If it's in the green, it's, it's okay. Don't pull the trigger. <laughs> and if you don't know how to use a fire extinguisher, please let me know. And I will be absolutely do a podcast or look it up on YouTube and teach you how to use a fire extinguisher. But this is part of your organizational process. The other thing is to take time in your week and organize your world a little bit. So we're going to move to the living room and the general cleaning areas and traffic areas of your house and talking about opening them up, making them so that you can pass. Don't hang things on the wall that force people to move left or right, moving down the hallways in the middle of the night. Because if there's a disaster, if there's an emergency, you want the flow in your house, you want to be able to walk through with a laundry basket you can't unless you're organized so check those pathways and check the access to your doorways and check the access to your front door your back door your garage what's outside of each kid's window are they safety windows were they ever meant to open up and allow them to get out in an emergency you want to check those paths these are part of your 
organizational skills that will help you through your life. You can do some quarterly inspections in your world. Um, some people call them spring cleanups, things like that, but I call them inspections. And it's basically, it's a walk around. It's a walk around where you try every switch in your house and you try your AC and you try your heat and you try your fireplace or light a fire or whatever it happens to be. And then you check every wall in your house and you look at those for new stains or any sort of problems. And why are we doing this? Because we are familiarizing ourselves with our environment and any changes we might find so that they won't be scary to us when they happen. Most people get hosed on repairs on their house because they didn't know their house. They didn't bother to really look at it. They just moved in, started partying, having a great time, started doing some stuff, but they didn't really get to know it. And so when there was a change, it became a shock. And when it becomes a shock, it starts to feel overwhelming. And you, you will notice in what I'm talking to you about, what we're doing is we're removing overwhelming. We are creating calm by opening up walls, by letting in light, by looking at the differences. We are creating a hopeful, cleaner path so that we can move about our world more freely and more frequently and with more ease. We have decided to change our eating habits and our meal habits and we have become inclusive in putting the family together as a unit so that they will participate and we have added much to our world so now we need to get into our sleeping quarters and our private spaces and if you have kids teenage kids kids that play uh, any kid below the age of 21 i feel for you and good luck with that and i make no comment on what you should do in their room or give you no interest other than to say that they need to become responsible adults, not your friends and children. So if you are looking at creating even more organizational processes or looking at ways to improve your setup, you need to make it easy for them to start playing along at a young age so that later on, as it gets more complicated in the teenage worlds with the emotions that they're facing and the rest of their BS, that something like simply bringing the laundry from their bedroom to your laundry area is not a hassle. You gotta start it at like six and you gotta keep with it and it sucks, but you gotta do it because later on, you're gonna find it's easier to make sure the dishes and the pizza boxes and whatever else it is don't migrate to those rooms and stay under those beds and create disaster areas which a rebellious teenager is known for what you're going to do is install organization into the education of your child as you go along and what you're going to be doing with this is you're going to prep them with this toolbox of understanding how to organize their little desks and how to understand how to organize the chest of drawers that their clothes are fitting in or their closets or turning their shirts the same direction so that they're easy to find. Things that I learned very early in life being on boats and being on military bases and working in theater and, and some of the businesses that I worked on and never applied to my life because I always thought it was one of those work things. And now that I have completely applied uh, semi-organized process to my life, a cleaner path, a simpler path, gotten rid of hundreds of DVDs and cassettes and CDs and, and tons of boxes of collectible trains and slot cars I was never going to set up again. And I even went so far as to 
agree with my wife to saw a 1967 Mustang out of our garage, and now we had a room we never knew we could enjoy, all because we organized. And what this does is it starts creating breath, room. It starts to remove the overwhelming feeling. It starts to reopen the house we've been stuck in for two years from COVID. It starts to change the appearance. You start to notice it a little bit more. Maybe you want to keep it a little cleaner. Maybe you want to clean a little less now because you have less stuff in it. Now you can actually float out into your backyard and achieve the same principle. And then later on down the line, see how it works. Now we talked about dishes, back to the kitchen for a moment. And we will be talking about cooking. But what I want to also talk about in our organizational process is lifestyle changes. When you decide to do lifestyle changes, things like changing your diet or, or what you're going to be eating, maybe you're going to you know, go into the vegan world or the plant-based world or whatever it happens to be. Whether I agree with the food value that you want to eat or not, if you are going to make changes, it's much like any other recovery. You have to remove the triggers that created the bad behavior. I'm a heroin junkie, you know, and was shooting up for a long time. And I was shooting up like, you know, with other people. And I stopped shooting up. But those other people, even though I've known them 20 years, are still shooting up. It's not a good idea for me to go back and associate with them. Your dieting protocols and your eating protocols and your family meal protocols, especially now because our food ingredients are changing um, our taste buds have changed if you've had vaccinations or if you've had COVID multiple times and survived it um, or survived the trip of the hospital, you know, for them to treat you and come home and you notice your food's different. You need to look at your ingredients and you need to modify those um, to make them more palatable for you. Obviously, now that you've had some changes, but not only that, but maybe more visually palatable because they don't taste as well to you. Um, look at those dishes. If you're planning on doing a major lifestyle change, a major family change, maybe change every plate in the house. Try a new color, right? Get some color on that plate. So if the food portions are smaller, the plate still looks fuller. Maybe change the shape of it, right? Um, if you're gonna buy peppers, don't just buy green peppers, buy red peppers, buy yellow peppers. Um, and mix those up and get those three colors into those meals so that they become more palatable to members of the family and to yourself, especially if you're trying to chow down salads. If you go on the salad diet, and I feel for you, you're going to want to do that. Sorry, folks, just learning hadn't hit the pause button. Anyway, my point here is that as we make changes to our world or as we make changes to our diet or we make changes to our our clothes that we wear, the cars that we drive, or anything that we do that in, wherever and whenever possible, start to clean up and organize and calm your world in that section first so that you see everything's in there, and then go to add to it. And we think, I think, that's going to benefit you a lot better. And then later on, we'll talk about turning this into some business areas and how to have fun on holidays, um, you know, and and take the same concept and apply it and help you move forward financially and move forward metaphysically and move forward calmly and sleep better and move better within your environments, and especially if you're in a small environment. The only thing I can tell you, 
Because the more organized you are, the better off you're going to be every time. And any of you who have ever been camping or, you know, own a trailer or a boat or a cabin in the woods know that one really well. Space is limited. Survival is everything. It is time, folks, to start organizing our lives and our worlds. This has been The Switchboard. My name has been Robert West. I am very happy to be your host, and I hope you enjoy this episode.